all, the Seattle Seahawks beat the uh, Vikings 37-30. And congratulations to Carmelo Anthony. He was named the NBA's Western Conference Player of the Week. So Mello, my man. That's congratulations Mello, to Melo. I've been fighting for Melo and, and pushing Melo for a long time. I'm glad he's getting his just due. Pushing him to do what? Why are you telling like you his trainer? <laughs> like, like you was in the I've gym been on shooting the side. Everybody was shooting shots at Melo. I've been like, no, Melo still got it. He shouldn't retire. I've been saying it for the last year. Uh, Melo is overseeding my expectations. I thought Melo was still good for between 15 and 18 no, he points. he's busting ass. He's busting ass. He is. Yes. What else are you talking about, Yee? Uh, well, let's talk about the police superintendent, Eddie Johnson, in Chicago. He's been fired. And he was fired by the mayor, Lori Lightfoot. And that's because he lied about an incident in October. He was found sleeping in his car after supposedly having drinks with dinner. Now, according to the mayor, she said, it's become clear that Mr. Johnson engaged in a series of actions that are intolerable for any leader in a position of trust, particularly the head of Chicago Police Department. So apparently, uh, he was saying that he was sick and he had to take some medication for a blood clot. And he had been prescribed that medication after he suffered a blood clot in the summer. He felt like his blood pressure was rising when he decided to park his car, which was still running. But then they did obtain video footage showing him out drinking for a few hours with a woman who was not his wife at a cafe that was very popular in Chicago. So he's getting fired for lying, not for drink, having drinks right. at dinner. Because to me, that's not very responsible to have drinks at dinner and then sleep in your car. Uh, and your yes, and your car. Well, you know you're not supposed to do that either. You can get arrested yeah. for that too. Your car was running. If your really? car's running and you're sleeping in the car, well, that's just and you're drunk because you might be in an enclosed location and kill. He was yourself. at a stop sign with the car running. Oh, see, oh, you didn't know he that. fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You didn't say all that. They you made it sound like <laughs> you made it sound like he got was drinking. Then he got in his car and he just sat there. No, for no, a while. he fell asleep. I said the car was running. No, you didn't. Was, yes, at, I did. At I the stop sign, you had the stop sign parked the car running. That's a little crazy. He fell asleep. That's right. what happened. So basically, it was just him misleading the public and making statements that weren't true. So now he's fired. All right, McDonald's. They're testing out a fried chicken sandwich in two different cities. Like crispy nah. chicken they have sandwich. fried chicken sandwich. I know. That's what I said. They the used McChicken. to have like the spicy one or something. Yeah, they got both. Mc, the McChicken and, and McChicken spicy. Well, they're doing a, a fried chicken fillet topped with butter and crinkle cut pickles. Nah, we cool on, on that, my On a potato G. roll. Why would they do that? So if they you're in Knoxville, right. Tennessee, if you're in Houston, then you can actually test that out. It's taking place now through January 26th. I'm not mad at them because Popeye's chicken sandwich, uh, you know, showed that you can make multi-millions of dollars off chicken sandwiches, but nah, we cool McDonald's. Focus on the hamburgers, bro. All right. Okay. And I know a lot of people bought TVs for Black Friday, for Cyber Monday. They bought smart TVs, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Well, what they're saying now is that smart TV you bought could be spying on you. Duh. So there's cameras on those televisions, and if you have them hooked up to your network at home, then people can actually hack into that and turn the video on, turn the microphones on while you're in your home. So That's crazy. So one uh, piece of advice they give you if you don't use that camera is to put a piece of, a little piece of black tape on the top where the camera is, where the camera is, or just don't hook it up to your wireless network. There is no such thing as privacy anymore. Y'all do realize that, right? Absolutely. Like like that, that like those days are over. Those yeah. days of you know not being under surveillance twenty four seven are a wrap. Especially if you have a smartphone. I mean, they, I'm sure they can Come on, man. check into any phone, anytime, it's just any a TV. tracking device. Absolutely, and and it, it works every time except for when uh, kids go missing. <laughs> That's just the truth to the matter. Right. They can keep us under surveillance and know we at at all times until these kids go missing. Absolutely. And then all of a sudden, they can't find nobody. Yep. All right. Well, that's front page news. Now, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. Hit us up right now. 800-585-1051. Now, Charlamagne, I was, I was thinking about you hey. over the holidays. Why? Because of this statement right here. Let's not move on from your meat. Let's talk about you in those gray sweatpants. Was that all you? 
I was just, you know. What's the problem with that? Nothing. I mean, I, I mean, thought that was a great question. To I thought ask. you was coming yesterday. We all had on gray sweatpants in here. I thought that was a and great. And you ain't co- coming yesterday. Listen, I thought that was a great question to ask, especially because a lot of ladies in the room wanted to know. And I think that y'all got to y'all got to get over some men, and y'all got to get over y'all homophobia. I'm just I don't understand why that's a terrible question to ask, especially being especially being that we can ask women all the time about their body parts and whether their body parts are real or not. What's the problem with asking a guy that? Because I'm a guy. So what? So what? See, right? Y'all got to tuck your homophobia in, man. Get it off. He didn't say it was a terrible question. He said he was thinking about you. I said I was thinking about you. No, I didn't. I just said I was thinking about you. I wore gray sweatpants for you yesterday. That's what I said. He didn't say it was terrible. So you wanted me to objectify you as well? Eight (laughs) hundred. You wanted me to ask you if that's all you? Eight hundred. Well, guess what, Envy? You'll you'll never have that problem. (laughs) You don't have that kind of print. Are you comparing me to me (laughs) in serious? See, see. That wasn't nice. You can't body shame him. <laughs> He's lying. It's not a body shame. 800-585-1051. No, I'm not lying. Get you don't have chest. that kind of prank. Stop looking. You're making me feel funny now. You're about to reveal too much. <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Happy holidays. You're listening to the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Damn, damn. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Josue. Hey, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Hey, man, I just want to know if the Amazon rainforest is still burning or not, man. I That's feel a like, good question. You know, it just burned for a little bit and dropped off or something, man. Well, no, they just stopped talking about it on social media. You know how that go. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering, man. That I is a good like, question. I, I don't even know. Find it on Google either. That mm-hmm. is a good question. I saw an article about it the other day. They, were, I said it was like Le- uh, Leonardo. So, somebody blames Leonardo yep. DiCaprio for the Brazilian rainforest, and he responded. Yeah, but bro, I can't help you. We don't know. Yeah, hey man, much love to y'all, man. Appreciate it. All right, we tried. Hello, who's this? <laughs> hey, hey, this Chance. What's going on, Envy? What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Man, hey, good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, Charlemagne. Good morning, Peace, King. What's happening? Nothing, man. Hey, look, I want to shout out my um, my son. He turned five on Thursday, but he already in kindergarten, and in January he gets to take a test to go to the first grade, man. Yes, like, that's cute. It's, it's man, it, it's real cool, man. And um, I want to shout y'all a lot because y'all keep me up all the time. I be, I be, I'm, I'm a truck driver. I be tired and. I just be waiting until it's say 5.32, 30 more minutes to the <laughs> club start. So I'm down with that. All right, bro. Um, hey, y'all keep doing y'all thing. Thank, you, right. thank you for riding with Salute us. Salute to that breakfast club. And you keep Shout doing... a lot of deal in Florida. And you keep doing your thing, too. So we need your help. Hey, I'm going to try. Always. Hold on. There's no... Try. It's not Fort Lauderdale? It's just Lauderdale? Man, hey, look, no, when you really from when you really from Florida or you from Lauderdale, you don't say Fort Lauderdale. You say Lauderdale. Okay. okay. You know what it is. Michelle, everybody yeah, in Lauderdale. You Lauderdale. <laughs> if you got a 754 number, you ain't really from Lauderdale. You feel me? All right. I don't know how you can ask somebody who's hey, not yeah. from there, do you know what it is. You can't make that statement to me. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I would have said Fort Lauderdale. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up, Envy? It's Mello. What's up, bro? Mello, what's oh, up, man? Oh, Mello, we were just talking about you. You busting some ass out there, man. Keep shooting. Yo, I'm I'm telling you, son, and it's ridiculous. I'm averaging 22 for the week. Like You, you sound know, different, though. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, listen, man, it's, I just want to play basketball. That's all I want to do, man. There you go. But Charlamagne. <laughs> yes, Charlemagne, sir. How long was you thinking about that question for Sergi Baca? I just want to know. I'm not even, I'm not even going to... I'm not even going to ask like I wasn't interested, but I'm just going to know. I'm going to be honest with you. On the ride there, uh, Sim, 
who who's an intern here at the radio station, she was like, yo, you got to ask him that, you got to ask him that. And I don't know why my dumb ass asked him that, but... Yo, you like, I know you catch the heat for this. This is crazy. I mean, I don't know if you call you it catching heat. You just said you wanted to know this about is, it, though. Is this a regular Charlemagne thing? Like, like I've been doing this for t- I've been doing this for ten years, sir. Okay. Nah, but yeah, you also got people wearing gray sweats to work, just just waiting for you to ask. Like, you you catch. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. Well, listen. If 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 you wear gray sweats and you get the attention of the ladies, and one of the ladies comes to me and says, Charlemagne, I need to know if that's all him. I'm gonna ask. Okay. I'm going to have somebody call tomorrow and have you ask that question for me tomorrow. I'm so serious. Don't have somebody that at work, though. That'd be wild to be in the <laughs> yeah, HR room. Be, be you, I work with nothing but men, so I'm not going to do that. I'm probably going to have my lady do it, but still. True. That's what I should have did. All right, I should have just had her ask that question herself. Have a good one, bro. But then I wouldn't be me if I did that. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up, man? What's your name, bro? Uh, Philip. Hey, Philip, get it off your chest. I just wanted to let you know I'm coming to the seminar on my birthday. Oh, on the 15th in New York? Yeah. Okay, you got your ticket already? Yeah, I already paid for it. Okay. All right, that's a good birthday gift to yourself. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk about real estate on December 15th. Hopefully you got your tickets. It's at the Jacob Javis Center. And get there early because there's going to be a lot of people. And what's your name so Envy can make sure he shouts you out for your birthday at the seminar? Oh, Philip. Philip? Okay, make sure you shout out Philip. All right, Philip. All right, see you then. Have a good one, bro. Hello, who's this? It's a date. This is Daniel. Hey, Daniel, get it off your chest. Hey, good morning, guys. I just want to know, Charlamagne, why did you ask her that question? (laughs) (laughs) Tilted your head, look at his waist, and lick your lips afterwards. I'm trying to you did out. all that? I didn't do all that. But let me ask you a question. Why do I ask any question that I ask? I don't know. That's what separates but me from like, everybody else. But you said you had your niece there, and it's like, you could have just brought her over and asked a question. I said, I know. <laughs> By the way, I did do that, though. That part, they edited that. Like, it was a whole other thing. I did, I did, I did have okay. Sim on camera, and I was trying to make her uncomfortable with him. They did edit all that out. But you know what? Whatever, man. Are you not entertained? I'm not entertained by that. What are you talking about? I don't believe you. You took the time at 6 o'clock in the morning to call the radio station two weeks after the video aired to uh, comment on it. <laughs> so don't tell me you're not entertained by it. Knock it off. No, I'm just laughing a lot, but... That, that's <laughs> entertainment if you're laughing! <laughs> did, you, did you just LOL yourself? All right, have a good one, sir. Jesus Christ. Hello, who's this? It's Anthony. What's going on? What's up, Anthony? Get it off your chest. Man, I wake up every day and go back and forth to work. I drive 35 minutes to an hour to work. I'm tired of that. I'm 31, just got married, no kids. Man, I am I have a, I have a class I'm going to this Saturday that's for a real estate investor, and that's what I'm trying to do. Like, I'm tired of working for people. I, I, I get up at 4 o'clock in the morning just to make it to work by 6. I'm tired of that lifestyle. I'm ready to work for myself. There you go. I don't I don't see a problem with that You still got to get up early when you work for yourself and work even harder. I yep. know, but that... But, Just so but, you but, know. But I make those rules, though. But yeah. I make yep. those rules. You never lie. You, you, you be- I don't. I don't want to go off. No, I don't want to go keep going off nobody else's rules. You're saying the work you know, would be I, more fulfilling if it, if you was doing it. You wouldn't mind getting up and doing all that exactly, if it was because, for you. Yeah, because like for me, like I love like I love cooking. I love culinary. But right now, I'm I'm doing carpentry. I do that because it gets the bills paid. But that's not my passion. I got you. Know? you. My passion is to cook, and that's uh, what I okay. want to do. So right now, you know, I'm in between of cooking or. You know, I was also introduced recently into real estate. So I'm going to a class this, this Saturday or to be, you know, try to become a real estate investor. And it seems pretty, you know, 
really, it's, it's something I want to do. I'm interested in it. Can, can I ask you a question, yeah, King? Uh, why do we feel like we got to give up, you know, uh, what pays the bills in order to chase our dreams? Like, you know, it's 168 hours in a week. You can do both until you properly get on your feet with, 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 with your dream. That you know true. what I mean? That, that's very true, and I'm not giving that up. But I'm just, I'm just, I guess I'm in the, I'm in the middle right now, so that's why I'm weighing my options. Like, and I just, you know, I, I do it every day. Like I said, I get up. I'm just tired of it, man. Well, <laughs> well use your main job really to support your real estate. That's main, it. Main, uh, use your main job to support your real estate, until your real estate can take care of everything. That is very true, and that's what they told me too. As well, they said, don't just, you know, jump into this field and you know, and leave what you have going on there right now because you know things may not always work as well. So they was like, you know. Keep doing what you're doing, and then when you're comfortable and you're at a point where you know that this is what you want to do, then there you go. It's I, simple. You got it's 168 hours in a week. You could put 40 hours to your carpentry job, 40 hours to cooking, another 20, 30 hours learning real estate, <laughs> another 10, 15 hours commenting right. on men in great yeah, sweatpants. It's the truth. Whatever you want to <laughs> do, go, bro. Like you got a point there, Charlemagne, my man. I, hey, I heard that though, bro. <laughs> that's right. But I appreciate it, man, and I just want to. You know, just give a shout out. Like I said, I'm all the way from Omaha, Nebraska. I don't know if y'all know about that or not, but mm-hmm. yeah, we Midwest over here. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, good luck, bro. Good luck with that class, man. Hope you get a lot of information. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Now we got rumors on the way? Yes, and we'll talk about what rapper slash host has had charges dropped in an assault case. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Go out, I won't. Go hey. Play if you want. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's What's get to happening? the rumors. Let's find out who the most streamed artist of the decade is. It's time, time, She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Spotify has put out their annual Wrapped Data Insights, and they're talking about the most streamed artists of the year. And Rap now Data? We, yeah, Wrapped. So 6 9 Oh, Wrap. Yeah, oh, W-R-A-P-P-E. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay. So it's a wrap for the year. And with the decade also coming to a close, it's about to be 2020, they are talking about who was the most streamed artist of the decade. Who would you think was number one with 200, wait, 28 billion total streams over the past 28 10 years? 28 billion. Taylor Swift. Wrong. Really? Drake. Drake. Oh, mm. we we'll drop on a clues bomb for Harvey Graham. You heard John Bosco over here? John was like, Drake. Okay, Number two on that list was Ed Sheeran. Really? Followed by Post Malone, then Ariana Grande, and then Eminem. So that is your list. Now, for the annual... Yes, Charlamagne? No, I was having a conversation. I'm like, yo, when it comes to commercial viability, I've never seen a run like Drake. As far as the way Drake has dominated radio over the past 10 years, and as far as like what he does with screaming numbers, it's unprecedented. And mm-hmm. this is just on Spotify, just to remind you guys, it's not... Overall, Now, as far as most streamed female artists of the decade, number one was Ariana Grande, followed by Rihanna, mm-hmm. then Taylor Swift, uh, then Sia, then Beyonce. And then most streamed tracks, number one was Ed Sheeran, Shape of You, and number two was One Dance by Drake. And then 21 Savage and Post Malone with Rockstar was number three. I wonder why they had a category broken up like that. Um, I mean, I guess... They do this every year, and yeah. then because it's the end of the decade now, this is the most streamed tracks of the decade. Okay. It's about time to start having those, uh, you know, who was the artist of the decade conversation, song of the decade, things of that nature. It's about that time. Now, just for mm-hmm. 2019, right, the most streamed male artist was Post Malone. Mayonnaise music. The most streamed female artist was Billie Eilish. And the most streamed podcast of 2019, what do you think that was? Joe Rogan. 
Joe Button. Really? Actually, oh, that's Spotify, but it's though. Spotify. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so that's a huge deal for him. Oh, he was Spotify. Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Button. Joe. But isn't he the only podcast on Spotify? No. No, um, he got a bunch of Yeah, Jamel my, my favorite murder was number two. Okay. And then there were some German podcasts that was numbers three and four. I can't even pronounce nice. them. And then number five was the Misfits podcast. So those okay. are just some of the numbers that I'm giving you right now. Well, Spotify is growing. Spotify. The rap of the decade, what do you think? I'm just curious. Drake? It depends. If I'm being objective, I'm going to say Drake. But if I'm being, you know, personal, I have to say Kendrick Lamar. Only because Kendrick Lamar, you know, when he drops, he doesn't drop often. He doesn't do a lot of features. But when he does, he shuts things all the way down. Yeah, but Drake's been over to do. He's he's done it in hip-hop. He's done it in, in Latin. He's done it all across the world. I'm not about to argue with you with this. You asked me a question. I said, if I'm hmm. being objective, I said Drake. I said, if I'm being honest with my personal self, is Kendrick. Okay, now let's talk about, I know you guys haven't seen this play Slave Play yet on Broadway, but there was some drama that went down on Broadway. Uh, Jeremy O'Harris, that's his actual theatrical debut Slave Play. He's the director of that. And uh, y'all should go see it. But anyway, one of the women in the audience actually got up and did this. I've never once said that you as a white woman are not a marginalized person, but if you heard that in my play, I don't know what to tell you. So a white woman got up and said she doesn't want to hear that white people are the effing plague all the time. And she said she also has been a victim of false arrest and sexual assault. Oh, shut up! Had her children taken away. And then she said, how the F am I not an effing marginalized member of this damn society. White people, please stop arguing against reality. Okay, slavery actually happened. Jim Crow segregation actually happened. Racism and prejudice is real. There's nothing you can do about the past. Only thing you can do is use your privilege to combat the systemic racism that exists because of your ancestors. Then she said she was tired of hearing about things that happened 300 years ago. No. And a whole bunch of stuff about See, how white people don't get mm-hmm. how racist they are. Does she know what the play is called? What's the play called, Ye? Yeah, it's called The Slave Play, but it's not about what you even think it's about. What is it about? So... I know you're not really supposed to give it away, but a lot of people have seen it at this point. And Rihanna actually went to opening because they play her song Work a lot in that play. That's kind of the theme of it. But it's basically about um, a study that's like a brand new therapy they're doing with interracial relationships. And it's not even necessarily about white people being bad. It's more about how black people in those interracial relationships have a lot of uh, baggage that they've inherited due to slavery and how it's affecting their relationships. So that's really kind of what it's about. So in the beginning, you think it is about slavery because you see these scenarios. And then halfway through, you find out what's really going on. I know one thing. Standing up and saying how you're marginalized at a play called Slave Play is the epitome of privilege and entitlement. (laughs) The fact that you stand up and say, no, I'm oppressed too at at an event called Stage Play. Boy, your white privilege but is showing. I, I do hope that makes people go and see this play even more. So that's important. All right, and congratulations to Remy Ma. All charges were dropped against her in that Shout assault Shout to Remy case. Ma. And that's because there was no surveillance video capturing this alleged punch. That allegedly, uh, Brittany Taylor was saying that she was punched by Remy Ma, and there were no uh, witnesses that saw an altercation between them. So the judge did dismiss that case she entirely. Should sue. She should absolutely oh. positively sue. Well, she's sue. planning. Oh, it good. seems like it's unclear, but it feels like she might be planning to sue her. I had to sit for six months and can't get no money. I was uh, I had to be in the mm-hmm. house by 8 o'clock. Nah, I'm so... Yeah, but it's a waste of money, though. Yeah, you, what know, you Who you suing? It does... The young lady. What she got? It does... 
Well, she'll know, she won't have anything for the next 20 years because well, every little dime that she gets, she's going to send over. Making a statement, so don't try me. You know what I mean? And she had to wear an ankle monitor during that time. She was limited with travel restrictions. And like Envy said, couldn't really make money. Yeah, but it's going to cost time. you more to be back and forth to court. That's mm-hmm. going to cost you more time, more money. Right. I is, just, is, is, the young, is the young lady still on Love & Hip Hop? I don't know about that. Mm. I don't know if she's on this. I year. get all that money back. The beauty of it is that Remy's charges got dropped. Yes, yes now, it is. now you can go out there and make that money. No need to waste more time and energy on that situation. All right. I want my lawyer. Will. Well, that is your rumor. Still report. gotta pay the lawyer. That's all. You won't even get your. You won't even get your your, your fees for your lawyer reimbursed. You gonna get a bunch of tracksuits. That's right. That's <laughs> all you gonna get from her, throwing that young lady. A some bunch of tracksuits and some, some sneakers. But that young lady be having a hard time for okay, the next guys, couple years for life. Rumor reports over. All right, thank you, Yee. Now, front page news next. Yes, let's talk about y'all going out here buying these smart TVs and then having them in your homes and possibly being spied on. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now in sports and Monday Night Football, the Seattle Seahawks beat the Vikings 37-30. And congratulations to Carmelo Anthony. He has been named the NBA's Western Conference Player of the Week. Drop on the clues bombs for Melo, Mike Mann. Go Melo, go Melo. And the Portland Trailblazers are undefeated uh, this week. Yeah, they're 3-0. And, and they were actually kind of terrible yeah. before Melo got there. Yeah, shout to Melo. I'm so glad he's busting ass. Now, Yee, where we starting? Uh, so let's start off talking about, you know, we all love French fries, right? And I am doing this story because I think it affects all of us. Is everybody here unanimous, unanimously yeah, eat French, French fries? I love French fries. Even though Dr. Oz has told us it's really bad for us. Right. Why are French fries so bad for you? Because they're fried. Yeah, but you can get them baked. I like them baked. And I don't, I don't think there's a lot of nutritional value as far as eating French fries. I love fries. French fries. Yeah, it's just a potato. All right, well, they're saying that it, be careful because potato processors are trying to buy supplies and ship them. And there's been all kinds of issues with potatoes growing with the cold conditions and damaged crops. So they're saying there's going to be a shortage of French fries. So I'm just putting that out there for you guys right now because really? I think in general that might be one of the top foods that people eat across the United States. Absolutely. I'm not mad at that because I'm eating clean for the next three weeks because I OD'd last week during Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So I need to cut carbs anyway. And French fries are my, my, my vice. It's hard to say no to some French fries. Right, and they say that there's also been uh, some crop damage, that, so potatoes are coming in smaller as well. So they are forecasting that the output's going to drop this year. It's going to be the lowest since 2010. So just letting y'all know what's going on. Yeah, I'm the guy that'll go to Chick-fil-A and order, like, grilled chicken nuggets, a super side salad, and a uh, large waffle fry. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I hope they have a shortage. So. And I like thin fries better than thick fries. Steak fries. I love steak fries. No, I, I, like thin, fries. I like thin fries. Yeah, I don't like I don't like the, the thin. thick fries. Either. I love steak fries. Nah. Steak Our, fries, waffle fries. All right now. I like curly fries though. I like those too, because they're thin. Mm-hmm. What about potato wedges? The big joint. You know what I really like? Wedges, I like tater. I like tater tots. Tots are cool. Because you don't find them a lot of places, and when they're nice and hot. All right. Anyway, let's talk about that smart TV that people... Everybody has a smart TV at this point, right? Or or at least getting them, because they're saying you have to upgrade at some point. Mm -hmm. Well, that smart TV might be spying on you. There's cameras, as you know, on the top of the smart TV. So if you have it hooked up to your internet, people can actually hack into the television and watch you on camera and even listen to you via microphone. So if you want to make sure that doesn't happen, you can put a little piece of black tape over the camera on top of the TV. And you can also not hook it up to your internet service at home if you don't use it to your Wi-Fi. So mine's not hooked up to my Wi-Fi. No? 
Right. Now everybody who can't afford a smart TV is going to smart TV shame us by saying, see, that's why I don't have one. Nah, nigga, you don't have one because you're broke. Well, I have TVs yeah. in the house. I have one smart TV. I was thinking about it might be time for me to upgrade because my other TVs in my house, I have two other ones. They're so old. Like, seriously, one of them is like 10 years old. It still works, though. It still works, but it also doesn't look as good. Because uh, there's so much well, technology Well, TVs are not that expensive right now. Yeah. As long as you don't have a TV with the button in the back. You know what I'm saying? Or the oh, big no, 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 it's not a tube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the big wooden it's floor still joints. It's flat. I don't know what he's doing. Okay. I, I feel sorry for our cameraman, Nick. He over there just mumbling because clearly he don't have a smart TV. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I, I hear him under his breath like, oh, I can't afford a smart TV. Like, he, I just hear him talking to himself. Uh-uh. You don't have a smart TV, Nick? Wow. Now's a good time to get one, FYI. You don't need one? Th- there's a lot of sales right now. Why you don't need one, Nick? <laughs> all I need is 4K. That's all I need, 4K. I don't need cable. All right. All right, poor Nick. All right, well, that is your... <laughs> what is 4K? I don't know. It's how to uh, explain. It's, it's the quality of, of how it comes in. Don't they have something high? Don't they have 5K? Have 4K, don't they have 5K sure now? They have 5K, but none of the, the programs come on 5K. Are 5K. Exactly, so right. it doesn't make no sense. Later on, it will be. Mm-hmm. All right, anyway, that is your front page news. That's right, the camera guys are you up here. <laughs> you don't have 4K. I got 5K. You got 5K. You don't have 4K. We, we, I got 3K. All right. We don't know what any of this means. Now, you were talking about... Kenya from uh, Housewives of Atlanta, correct? Yeah, she's been having some issues. You know, her and her husband, Mark Daly, that's now her estranged husband. Uh, They were going through some things before they split up, and she was talking to Portia, and this was on Sunday on Real Housewives of Atlanta, and she was talking about some marital issues they had, where they actually, they sleep with their daughter, Brooklyn, in the bed, Uh and sleeping with their infant daughter put a strain on their relationship, and she said he's she's in the bed all the time. He doesn't want he didn't want her to put uh, the baby in the crib, and she said they don't sleep together anymore, so they haven't been having sex. And she said it's been difficult, and it's not as often as she would like. And it actually made her very emotional to be in a relationship where they're not really having sex anymore, and they're not connecting sexually. And this is a topic that has come up a lot. Mm-hmm. Like in relationships, there's periods of time when y'all stop having sex and we start as women thinking like, what's going on? And I saw a lot of people leaving comments like, well, girl, if he's not sleeping with you, that means he's sleeping with somebody else. But there's other reasons why people stop having sex in relationships. Yes, it's called right? old age and being tired. <laughs> That's what it's called. Well, let's, so what's, what's the question? So the question is, what are some reasons in your relationship that you might have stopped having sex for a period of time? And how do you get back to that? Okay. Sometimes sleep is just better. Well, let's let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. I will say that she was pregnant, and sometimes men don't want to have uh, sex with their pregnant woman. She's, I don't know why. They had the baby. The baby sleeps in the bed with them. I just told you that. Okay. Yeah, but, but she, but, but she, she did was, say when she was she about... She said it was before and yeah, after. Yeah, she said when she was seven months, she started getting yep. freaked out about the belly, and then even after, things never picked back up. Yeah, some people don't. I mean, personally, it's probably some of the best sex I've ever had. I love pregnant poom poom. Pregnant poom poom is like a well-cooked Thanksgiving turkey. Like when you cut it in half, and you bake it just oh, right, my God. and you create that natural gravy that's in the turkey. <laughs> the natural so juice and you know what I'm talking about. Okay. And you know what so I'm I talking about. I just had a little flashback, but anyway. 800, <laughs> five, what's the question again? I'm sorry. What, is, some, what is some reasons you go get your wife in pregnant your right relationship that you might have stopped having sex with your significant other, and did you get it back, and what did that mean? All right, we'll talk about that when we come back. And also coming up from Black Ink Crew Chicago, Charmaine and Ryan will be joining us. We'll talk to them next, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody, it's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building. 
Charmaine and Ryan from Black Ink Chicago. And the Welcome show back. is coming back December 4th, so get excited for that. Yes. Oh, Gotta yeah. tune in. Charlemagne the Goddess, okay? Char- okay. Oh, Charmaine the Charmaine Goddess. Charmaine the Goddess. <laughs> now, I just want to say, we've been talking about this, and Ryan, I'm glad you're here. Because you are what Envy calls hair goals. Mm. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> hair bay over here. <laughs> so, you are like his goal. He's been oh, trying to get that Ryan Henry look. I, y'all, so, y'all know, like... Like envy light skin, so he could grow his <laughs> whenever he wants. Thank you. To, you know? Is that why? Honestly, because thank I, you. So Charmaine, let's talk about Envy's hair for a second, because a <laughs> lot of people. Well, I, see, I seen y'all say it when uh, he was up here with Tori that his <laughs> grew in a week. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I was wondering too. It's not growing that's, in a week. It's that's what I'm saying. Fast. My hair grows fast. That's but 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 y'all days. will not pay attention, and he can get like that in about a month. So <laughs> see, if he's here, I get a haircut every two days. If you come here looking like Ryan, I'm off it. I don't believe. Next week, watch you watch. I'm already kind of like skeptical because I could have sworn about a month ago it was just like this short. My hair grows. <laughs> and there was some patches. It was some yeah, patches. Yeah, them little plugs was yeah. like this plugs. short. <laughs> so give us a plug. Oh, my goodness. Now, Charmaine, if your man, uh, Nick, if he had a lace front, would you have a problem with that? Girl, we he wouldn't even be my man. First of all, we, I, I believe in gender equality. I believe we, we do here? it. Not to knock anyone, but anyone out here rocking a lace friend, man wise. What if he got the toy joint? No, I can't do it. You're you not my man. You wouldn't know. You, no. you put your wig on, on the thing. Why but at night he you put yours up Absolutely on the thing. Absolutely not. I ain't trying to be like making love and me feeling all up in his hair and he then it pop to off. Do it he do that to you? Look, he like me and my cornrows <laughs> when we making love, so we good. <laughs> so Ryan, is your hair real? Yeah, man, they be thinking mine fake because it came out of nowhere, but like, you know. You look Creole, so I, you I look like, it. whatever I change my hair to, I look like. I look Mexican today, I look Dominican tomorrow. Now, you know what I'm, saying? So, I'm glad to see both of you are sitting up here next to each other. I know, right? The competition. It's a long time coming. Now, Ryan, you fired him? <laughs> yeah, she you got fired, fired man. I, but she I was messing with your hair. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, I wasn't. She was messing with her hair. I don't know. I mean, my hair was looking a little crazy last season, so that's why you fired Now, me. why'd you fire her for real, though? You know what? I told her, like, she was a casualty of war. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, when when things was going south, when it came to the other shop and it came to the other business, it's like I set them up mm-hmm. to either pull themselves up or hang themselves. You know what I mean? They chose to hang themselves as a whole. As she a was whole. a casualty of war. Damn. You know what I mean? Like, the you, whole boat sunk. She was with some people, <laughs> and, you know, it's like, look, my business is splitting two now, so y'all can either make it look good or y'all can hang yourself, and they end up hanging themselves. They made it look bad. They started going off doing whatever they wanted to do. They wanted to party. They wanted to kick it. I had to take it from. Them. Now it you was said a casualty of war. Now and Charmaine did was... start the whole F Ryan Henry campaign. I did. Too. I did. You know, but that that was a long time ago. <laughs> Me and Ryan have been through mad. a lot. <laughs> I know y'all we, have. <laughs> we done been through I mean, a lot. Like, and this isn't no TV stuff. Like, mm-hmm. we've really gone. I just remember so many arguments that we've had that gotten so heated and mm-hmm. like the disrespect. Was I got just, them on tape. <laughs> wow. And we're not talking about black ink. But we haven't see those. Yeah, like, no, we're not going to show those. <laughs> but I think that's what ends up makes making our friendship stronger, like, later on in so life. So cool now? We cool now, you know? We we still figuring it out. Because I heard you say that you don't respect anybody that's not a tattoo artist that owns a shop. <gasps> I mean, I told her straight in the door, like, you know, we in this I industry. I knew that was coming, though. You know what I mean? You can you can come <laughs> into it and then, like, yeah, it's a great business move. And, like, oh, man, I don't own a, I don't tattoo, but I also want to own the shop. That's cool. But, mm-hmm. like, it's traditions to this industry. You know what I mean? I was just telling her straight up, like, I mean, I respect what you want to do. And, you know, the women empowerment, everything, that's cool. But... 
we gonna look at you funny. You know what I mean? There's ways that you gotta run this and you don't know nothing about it. You know, uh -oh. but let's I'm let's talk you. about the team owners who never play ball. And that's why I also got Team um, owners can own the team, they can't coach. Hey, and you know what? That's why I got me a great how business many partner. How many coaches ain't play ball? Hey, look, regardless, <laughs> I'm a business girl, okay? okay? I'm a businesswoman. So regardless, it, it's not that hard to figure out how to run a business, especially when you've been wow, working. Wow, she said your job is easy. No, but, I didn't but, say it's easy. I didn't say it's easy. What do an owner do? They look to the coach. And if the coach ain't handling it, they're going to fire the coach. Now, I, I must, let me come to the owner ain't, ain't no, running nothing. Let me, me and MV and Styles P, right? We have this juice bar in Brooklyn called Juices for Life. Nope, I don't, do not know how to make out. no damn juice. He don't know how to use a register. <laughs> but he, he could put up some cash, though. But he definitely invested in it. Okay. But I was the first person drinking there. juices way back when they used to make fun of me. They was like, you MV, keep drinking the juice, your teeth are going to fall MV, out. MV, that is a damn lie. MV used to drink soda every morning. I'm the one that told you. I was the first one to drink juices up here. Remember? Oh, all right now. Regardless to the fact, MV, don't know how to do nothing in that business. So I get what Charmaine is saying, that you can run a business without... But I do feel like it's better to be able to learn how to do certain Absolutely. things. It helps. Yeah, and I got me a, a business partner that that's what she is in place mm -hmm. for. Because obviously, I know I'm not a tattoo artist. Mm -hmm. I know I don't know anything about tattooing. So it's like, okay, well, let me put, bring somebody to the plate that can help the team mm -hmm. like they need to be helped when I can't. I respected that, though. Thank you. So how hard was it for you to decide to open up a tattoo shop to go directly against him as competition? So you know what? My idea in life was never to make it like a I'm getting back at you type of thing. You know, like for me, it was more on the end. Like I've been working with NIMAG for years and I just felt not necessarily like from Ryan, but just from the group in general, I felt extremely disrespected, mm -hmm. you know, like for seasons, for years, like it wasn't anything new. And I was just tired of being in an environment that I did not want to be in anymore. Welcome so, to the club. And I just decided, you know what, like, from what I have learned, I've learned a lot from Ryan, from where he's failed and where he's accomplished. So it was like, you know what, if you're passionate about an industry, you know what I'm saying, let me just go ahead and do my own thing. I'm not, it's not no F. Ryan Henry party. No more. You know, no more. <laughs> he was um, really upset about that. Yeah, I, 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 was, no, he was. I pulled, I pulled up. I was finna run up in there, yeah. man. I know. He Thank was upset. We talked about it. it. <laughs> we talked about it. But it's not anything. I'm not trying to get back at Ryan or nothing like that. I just, like, like I said in the super trailer, like, I'm tired of not having a seat at the table where I know I'm, like, I know I'm a great woman. I went mm -hmm. to Howard, mm -hmm. Mr. Hampton. Okay. So, um, so would you say that's I was, I was all in with you. I, I was knew like, she was yes. going to say that. I was like, yes, go, sister. You, you know what? Like, we're about stuff. to play the audio of Envy talking about how <laughs> Howard is the real HU. Jarek Bowman is the greatest black actor of our generation. Uh, yes, he is, man. I just want to throw that out there. Is the best sorry, Michael B. Sorry, Jason Mitchell. Sorry, Lakeith Stanfield. Y'all don't know. Howard's number one. He's the greatest black actor of our generation. not even close. I'm sorry, Hampton. I know you're going to call me, but hey. Howard, oh, you you agree? I said that for one day. <laughs> Chadwick Boseman donated a hundred and a hundred thousand dollars to our mm -hmm. cause. So I was like, for today, he got it. Okay, but that but the day's been over. Okay, Charmaine would never. Okay, <laughs> okay, never. All right, we have more with Ryan and Charmaine from Black Ink Crew Chicago. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now we got some special guests from Black Ink Crew Chicago. We have Charmaine and Ryan in the building. Now Charmaine. You used to work at Ryan's shop. Now, what did you learn not to do in your shop by working at his shop? She wants um, to treat people nicer, she said. 
No, I mean, Ryan, we, we deserve what Ryan gave us. But one thing that I do differently, I think um, at some point Ryan kind of walked away from the group that he didn't uh, like like anymore mm -hmm. and like, you know, did his new thing with the new NIMAG. Mm -hmm. I am trying to keep, you know, my people together through the good and the bad and the ugly. Mm -hmm. And if they get disrespectful, um, instead of letting, letting them disrespect me in my own shop, like Ryan let us, um, disrespect him in his shop, I think I would definitely kick them out. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, like you ain't working here disrespecting me. Like, straight right. up. I pay the rent here. This is my shop. My name's on the lease. So I put up the money. A long time ago. He should have yeah. kicked us out a long time ago. You feel me? <laughs> got a good heart. Yeah, he let me throw a whole F. Ryan Henry party in Nightmag. Like, hell, we ain't doing that at Second City Inc. You <laughs> right. feel me? Like, we're not doing that. So. But you know what? I will say, until you're the boss, you never know what it's like and you never know what you'll end up that's what putting up with. That's what he told me. That was Ryan's advice to me. Like, it's true because I think you can say, okay, I would never do this. I'll never allow that. And then you find yourself in a situation where you're doing exactly what you said you would never do. Right. So we're going to see. Now, Ryan, what is it like having your ex work upstairs from you? Because you, your, uh, <laughs> your tattoo shop's downstairs and her nail shop is right over you guys. How is having that? You know what? Um, my ex is very entitled. She feels very entitled, so... With us being separated. What do you mean feels entitled? You got to explain. Mean like she'll come downstairs whenever she wants to. You <laughs> Why can't she, she come downstairs? Huh? She, she, have, she should yeah. come down there. What if he ain't down there? She got to ring the doorbell first. Uh oh. No, I'm saying, What if he ain't down there? You know what I mean? <laughs> but so, you guys are cool. Yeah, we cool. You know, what, what if I'm kidding? You come upstairs anytime you want? <laughs> I could. See? I don't I don't want to all the time. Like, what mm -hmm. if she doing something? You know what I mean? So. Right. She might have somebody sitting up there but, kicking this. She might kicking it with that I don't know about. I come up in there feeling entitled. And that is laughing at me like, man. You lightweight want her back? Um, you know what? See, I, I spent a lot of time with us being broke up in the beginning, uh, trying to fix a big part of that relationship. You know what I mean? But like I said, at some point, you got to realize that some things are broken and you can't, you know, you can't go back on that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You can break some things to a point to where, you know, it can't be fixed. You know, uh, so. But what did you do that can't be fixed? Never mind. Never mind. I don't. You know what? It was, it's a bunch of things. Um, <laughs> At least you can admit it. Yeah, I'm just saying it's a bunch of things. It's she like doesn't trust you. Yeah, the trust. You know, trust issue is the number one thing. Mm -hmm. That, that take like 15 years each time. You know what I mean? <laughs> I only got 15 years with her, so. Um, only that's a long time now. I think it's repairable. Again, see what happens. I think it's repairable. Maybe not right now. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? But. When you see them together and their chemistry, they seem like the way they come. I mean, we're gonna be family forever. You know what I mean? Like, it ain't. I, I wish I would let somebody run up on us. Uh, something. You know what I mean? There's no way I would go home to my children and explain how anything has happened to their mother. I treat my children's mother as if she was mine. Yeah. You know, I'm 33. I've known her half my life. She was a little mad when you brought your son upstairs and and, and didn't call first. Yeah, you know, but it's a little tight because you know she be like, "I right, well, my business is busy yeah. too." So you don't say, act my like business, my business isn't busy? as important as your business. And I be like, mm -hmm. at least check in and be like, "Is it okay? Is it cool to bring him up?" My, or I'm about my to business come up. been here longer, man. So you know, come on, see you now. <laughs> but you know like, how I, I didn't already gave you the benefit of the doubt. To my business, but you also know how hard it is to start a business. So Absolutely. at the same time, professionally, like at least, and she should do the same for you. I right, but put it like this. If I if I did tell you that he was down here, you'd be like, why he down there with all them people down there? 
All right, well, I'm just bringing him up right now. Are you ain't telling me that? So, I mean, I'm, you get a little Yeah, you're wrong sometimes. either way. It's, it's what it is. You know? And congratulations <laughs> to you, Sean, man. You got a little one on the way? Yes, Congratulations. I do. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. I'm finna be a mommy. Nick over there in the corner like, Martin, <laughs> now put it like, in there. <laughs> <laughs> Was this a planned situation? You know what's so crazy? So, Nick and I, like, for two months, you know, we was doing our thing. I was letting him Who shoot. Who got playing kids? Well, I was letting him shoot. <laughs> how many she of your kids like, are playing? Huh, you know. I, I'm not going yeah, to say it like yeah. that, but you know. <laughs> no, I, I mean, that's exactly how it went. Let it go. Like, hey, baby, we about to have two of them was playing. She said that's how it went. I was letting him shoot up the club. Like, we talked about it, and we thought it would be cool. Yeah. And then after two months, like, I didn't get pregnant, so it was just like, okay, well, maybe right now is not the time, so we just going to chill. And two months is quick, by the way. Yeah, I mean, but we're still, like, super young, like, you know. So we recently got legally married, so it was just like, you know. Legally married. Yeah, so, but then, like, that third <laughs> month came around, and we was doing it, and he shot the club up, and I was like, bae, like, I thought we talked about this. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought we was going to wait a little while, and after that, you know, pullout game was strong, but I was already pregnant, so. How many weeks pregnant are you? Now I'm 25 weeks. Wow. So I'm out here. That's like five and a half months. Amazing. But you know, it was nice that you did have a chance to tell your mom. I know. That you was know. like, I'm going through something right now. It's been a month since um, her funeral today, actually. Wow. Um, but trying to stay positive, I am very grateful that we, you know, she got to see everything mm-hmm. going on in my life in the best way possible. Like, she knows that Nick and I are married. She knows that I'm having a baby. You know, I'm the only child, and this is something that me and her always wanted to have together, you know? So it's really unfortunate that I have to go through this without my mom. Like, that's the hardest part. Right. I don't want to get emotional, so. But she, you have her blessing. Yes, and she's, I could feel her spirit. I know she's here and, you know, now I'm just trying to get my dad to, like, be a mom. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, Dad, are you going to come when the baby's born? He's like, oh, uh, well, you know. Send me a picture. For, yeah, he's like, ain't nothing for me to do when the baby's born. I'll just come when it's, like, three months or something. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, you don't get it. How do you deal with the stress now? With the new shop, you're pregnant and all that. How, how are you dealing with that stress? Um, Right now, uh, I feel like I'm just now kind of getting back into the groove since mm-hmm. my mom passed because I had to definitely... Just take, like, a huge break um, mentally and, like, everything. Um, I did not plan on getting pregnant when I started the shop. So, you know, it's all a lot going on, but Mm -hmm. it's a blessing, you know, and I wouldn't want it any other way. I think it's super cool that I am pregnant in this new chapter of my life, starting this new shop and also building the bond with my new team and they can see me go through the things that I'm going through and they're there for me. So Let me like, see what I really these Instagram it. followers are looking like now. <laughs> they're higher. They're higher. We're like at 3,000 now. Okay. Girl or boy? You Watch got a, out, girl Ryan. Or boy coming, do you know yet? I don't know yet, but um, you know, if iHeartMedia <laughs> wants to look out for me, Big Jam Chicago is uh, December 20th and I'm hoping to have the gender reveal at Big Jam. Oh, okay. that's okay. Nice. On stage. Yeah, that'll be fun. Reveal. On stage. Yeah, we're, we're actually going to have the baby there, so I'm hoping to Baby will oh my gosh. announce the baby. The baby. Will announce the baby. <laughs> <laughs> you asking for a lot. Oh my gosh, you know, this is the baby. crazy. What are you doing? I need to yeah, the baby. can you just come out and announce my baby real quick? <laughs> Goodness gracious. <laughs> All right, we have more with Ryan and Charmaine from Black Ink Crew Chicago. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, from Black Ink Crew Chicago, we have Charmaine and Ryan Yee. Now, Ryan, uh, is Miss Kitty going to be on this season? Uh, I saw that she's going to be on Black in Chicago as well. 
She she might pop up once or twice. Who's that? You explain. You know so she's from Black Ink, New York, and she was actually dating Caesar until Caesar found out or heard that you were allegedly used to date her also. And you've said I that's not true. Nobody. Look, let me tell you something. Ryan is Mr. Deny Everything. He don't know nothing. No, no, no. I don't be, I don't be lying no more. Okay. He said no more. <laughs> I don't be lying no more. You know what? I won't vouch for Ryan. See where that got me at. So, but did you ever have, like, you know, a little crush on her? Or did y'all... She's nah, a pretty I mean, girl. she was cute. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, like, to my mm-hmm. knowledge, to my knowledge, you know what I'm saying? She was rocking with C's. I just ain't never know the extent of their relationship. You know what I mean? We end up getting cool. You know what I mean? She would come to some of the conventions with them. You know what I mean? I think uh, some of the blog stuff started happening when she would walk from Black Ink booth to Nine Mag booth, and then you know you see anybody by me who look like some. You know what I mean? I'm automatically who them. look like something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's just that's just how they gonna look at it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And you know her mom uh, was sick, and then when her mom passed. You know what I mean? Like we became closer friends. Like I had a friend that was dealing with cancer at the same time. You know, so that was where a lot of our uh, friendships started to grow. But like. People ain't going to see that from the outside. Now, I want to ask you this, Charmaine. Mm-hmm. On the last season, the final episode, I hate that Nick is here because I don't even want to talk Girl, about it. Girl, I did him. not <laughs> van. But not that. But how did you feel when you saw that episode and saw, like, the, you know, people from the production team weighing in uh, on things? What happened? Felt, you got to explain the geek. Explain the geek. So, there was this rumor, and I think it was Bella said it, right? Uh, it was this girl, Lara Bita. Okay. So, <laughs> she said that you and Van had relations but not that y'all had sex but it was oral sex and girl allegedly <laughs> according to the production team van told people that yeah well and that's how i'll all... set the record straight mm-hmm. i never sucked van i never had sex with van i never made out with van so and under pressure van said nothing happened too yeah but for me i felt like people could have had my back a little bit more where did the rumor come from then um, <laughs> let me know. It, I don't know. This new story. Ryan, this is Ryan's take. He's always like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I put it like this. <laughs> she feel a way about my homies saying they ain't have her back because mm-hmm. they heard the rumor. You know what I'm saying? And nobody came but, and but told this me thing. nothing. Look, they ain't even tell me because when they heard it, it was some bullshit. So right. they had to hear from somebody. Mm-hmm. But when they heard it, they went from the bring it to her because it sounded like some bullshit. Right, so yeah, why make like, sense? No, one, no like she, one came up to me and was like, hey, man, I heard your name really be thrown around, really is been right, thrown around I put it like this. Right if some, little, some, some motherfucker who don't even look like they could fuck you come and say they fuck you and tell Envy. He ain't even finna be like, man, so that's man your don't even ass look ass like he could. I ain't saying <laughs> <laughs> that. That's pretty much what he said. What's that? Hey, hold on, what's that? I'm, I'm sorry, I don't even know this, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? So right. I ain't was, speaking of it's just saying. So, like, they not going to bring it to her. They ain't even bring that to me because they, like, if they heard it from they whoever they it. heard it from, they ain't believe it. Right. She felt like, man, y'all should have came and told me. It sounded like some bullshit. It was a huge backstabbing moment, in my opinion, like mm-hmm. the way like production was involved. And yeah, that was weird it was to just, me. Yeah. I've never seen them put like the producers asking questions on camera. And it's actually tarnished a lot of relationships between me and cast members and me and production. But how you um, and your husband know? Uh, me and my husband important. are good. That's why I told you I didn't want you to go back to Nine Mag. Trust me. No, he already knows. Like, it's not even a conversation that really has to be had. Like, but they all have their reasons of, like, why. But I done heard a lot of things about cast members of Black Ink that I ain't never seen hit the day of TV. See, that's why I ain't lying. What you seen? What you heard? Well, no. You heard about Ryan. I can't say it because me and Ryan cool. Now, let me ask you. That's what I'm saying. That's why I can't lie no more. Because I ain't lying no more. You know what I'm saying? Because now I'd be like, hey, bring that on. Before you be running from it and 
Like, yeah. oh, but don't, man. Hey, bring that shit on, man. I know what the like what I did, did today. Do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, Ryan and Charmaine, I want to get y'all to weigh in. Ryan, you first. What's that? Mm-hmm. On the situation that's happening in the news. It don't have nothing to do with either one of y'all. Okay. Okay, April and Little Fizz and Omari. <laughs> How did I know? <laughs> so, Ryan, Yo. what are your thoughts on... April Man. dating. Oh, Little this is a, this is a perfect Omarion. one for Ryan right here. This uh-huh. is perfect. This is really good. Yeah. For Ryan. It's like he's got to know the chain of command, man. Like if it was about jumping the gun to say like, oh man, that's my girl and shit, like I'd have had to know it was another tour coming up or something. Like I ain't fucking my money up <laughs> to, you know what I'm saying? And to ext- I ain't gonna fuck my tour money up and my business money up to extend the reality show life. You got to understand from the jump, O was the head of this shit. And if you don't understand the chain of command, then he could cut all your shit out. Like I mean, so let's really just say you and Rachel up. are broken up, so none of your friends could date her. I mean, shit, it's like you got to take what come with it. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? I, I think like for this, B2K huh? to have like one of the highest grossing tours, don't let some pussy f- up your money. You know mm. what I'm saying? What if he's in love though? What if it's not? And love is love. Now, what I if love it's not this. just this knows that? You gotta eat that. If, you feel, what if, if you're in love and you want to go that way, you got to eat it. He got to eat it. And right. like now, but then it's like, do the other group members, are they feeling salty towards See, I would Fizz? Pull, I would pull them on tour just in case. Like on special guests, I'll pull Bugs and Raspy. Well, yeah, Jay Book said he'll be on the LA date. And- <sighs> just because. <laughs> but see, Omarion ain't going out like that. He ain't really said nothing this whole time. Mm-hmm. And basically the only thing that we've gotten from him was dropping the tour on Fizz's birthday. Hey, man, which was... Okay. Level of the highest petty. I love it. That's (laughs) Envy's level of petty. Uh, That is definitely my level of petty. (laughs) All right, so new season, right? Season. What are some other things that we can expect? And I I love to see all of the family things happening. And I'm sure you guys had a lot more input into what happens on the show Yeah, the Super Trailer only gives so much. Like I said, it's a lot that we go into. You know what I mean? I'm probably giving my most this season. I heard you was giving your most, Ryan. You're doing uh, so good. Your 12-year-old son, (laughs) that has to be exciting. Yeah, man. uh, I kept my son away from uh, this industry for a big part. You know what I mean? But um, like one big part, and I don't know if I'm supposed to be giving this since I just keep it uh, minute, but like a big part of my show was the fact that I started my business because my sister passed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I got two sisters and one of them passed. And over the time, people have seen me and they've they've come to me in the sense of, well, Charmaine and all of them, they was your family. And why you turn your back on them and why you do this? A big portion of that was that I had actual family. And me searching for, uh, filling the void of my mm-hmm. sister that passed, I was looking forward in all of my friends. And with me ending up, uh, not growing with them as much, I was turning my back on somebody who was my actual family. So I got a big void that hadn't been filled with my younger sister that you'll see more in part this season because I got actual family, you know. So uh, these are the things that people deal with every day, you know what I mean, that, you know, I feel like they should see and relate to. Right, and it'll help other people too. Definitely. Well, the premiere is December 4th, which yes. is Wednesday at what time? Wednesday, 8, 7 Central. Well, good, you know I keep up on Blacking Chicago. I know, girl. From the beginning, so I've been watching, so I'm really excited to see thank this you, new season. You. Do you have a tattoo? No. No. I always told Ryan, Ryan, I said, if I ever get a, t- a tattoo, I'll let Ryan do it. You got to come to Ryan yeah, Matt's show, one. and then you can stop by Second City Let's and gather. <laughs> I, I you got to figure out what's a permanent thing you would want. Envy, you got a lot of tattoos that you probably regret. I, I got, no, they're I, all my kids' names. I don't no, you have that. other ones, though. You got, no, I, I, you got, you got some ladies' names? No, hell no. Envy got a cobweb. What you think about it? A cobweb? There's no damn cobweb. I like my tattoos. You don't have a cobweb? London clock? A spider web, man. <laughs> it's the Statue of Liberty holding a hand. What's that? What does the spider hand. web represent? I just like it. 
Well, it's Charmaine, it's Ryan, it's the Breakfast Club. Appreciate it. Yeah. I, I thought we were friends, Yee. I can't wait till Throwback Thursday. I really thought we were friends. Yee just body shamed me. How? You just showed our interns an old video of me with no shirt on, and and, and I, I feel body shamed. Um, I didn't show them. You actually are the one that took the laptop, pulled up the video, Googled it. I didn't even know the name of the video, and then showed everybody. I actually forgot I didn't have any shirt on. I just thought I had a wife beater on, so when I had no shirt, I was like, what was I doing back Every then? Evie was in a music video with no shirt on. It was about 50 guys in the video. He's <laughs> the only one with no shirt on in the video. I'm like, why are you the only person not wearing a shirt? Yeah, it looked, right. like <laughs> <Freak Nick feet. laughs> it looked like Freaknik. It looked like Freaknik. Let's get to the rumors, man. Let's talk Jill Scott. Listen up. All the guys. The Rumor Report. With Angela Yee. It's the Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, this is exciting. Jill Scott is celebrating with her 20th anniversary tour for her album, Who Is Jill Scott? Words and Sounds, Volume 1. So that tour is going to kick off in Kansas City, Missouri. It starts on February 7th. Okay. She said, as for what fans can expect to hear and see, she said, I'm going to be true to the album set list. I'll do every song in the order of the album. My audience should bring their CD covers. Some may know the list by heart. I will create musical arrangements for the song's purpose with new energy, but keep the integrity of the original songs they love. Expect theater. Expect incredible musicianship. Expect love. Okay. I know a lot of people excited for that. Yeah, I might have to go to that one. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, the whole list of tour dates is now available. But like I said, February 7th, it kicks off in Kansas City. Now, speaking of tours, you know, they released the dates for the Millennium Tour. And that starts February 29th in Louisville, Kentucky. So if you want to go to that tour, they also released a trailer of all of the artists on the tour. It was a dope It was a dope video how they it's did it. It's more visual. Yeah, so visual. What's up? What's up? You talking about that one, right? Yes. Yeah, it was pretty dope. But uh, along those lines, let's talk about Fizz in April because Fizz won't be on this tour. But what he is perhaps doing, and, you know, it's not like he's just dating Omarion's ex and children's mother. He's also contemplating marriage. Could you see yourself marrying me one day? Absolutely. Um, maybe extending the family. Extending the family? You want another kid? If I'm with you in five years, I'm definitely having another kid. Me and April are happiest could be in our own little bubble, staying out of the way of bull and the drama. I personally never had intentions on going to this immature concert. You know, that's not my people. And seeing how Boog is in agreement with my baby mama and everything, I guess that's all he needs there. Yeah, that's a that's a, a crazy and strange relationship, B2K, that is. I mean, they just do things, talk about each other. Like, they didn't grow up with each other. Like, they haven't been in a group for such a long time. That's how you, why all this is happening, though, because they have known each other for such a long time. Yeah, but you don't smash my baby mom. Like, you don't marry my you, baby mom. Randy like, you don't Jackson. Do that. You, you don't do that. And if you do, and you got to suffer the consequences. So, I'm sure he knows what's going to happen, and he just got to go out I and get money I know you saw the own. five heartbeats. Yeah. Okay. That's why I don't have no friends. But go ahead. All right. Now, Ray J, in the meantime, is not wearing his wedding ring anymore. So I don't know what's going on with him and Princess Love. If they'll eventually work things out. There were rumors they were working it out. But as of now, it doesn't seem like they have made it happen. Yeah, I've seen that one picture. It could have been he left it home for one day. Like, people, oh, he didn't have his ring on. Maybe he left it home. Guys, Maybe he ran out the house Evan, and left it home. you do know they are going through it, right? I do know that they're okay. going through it. He was just with his baby. If there's He's been a time posting. To, to not wear your ring, this is not it. But things happen like that. Maybe I ran out the house and forgot it. People just automatically assume. Like, he's, I'm I sure mean, they're trying to work been it out. I mean, she's saying now that she wants a divorce. So I'm sure it's more than just that. Mm. But I do hope they work it out. You know, they have a beautiful family, yes. baby on the way. Mm-hmm. And 
Ray J got to figure this out, man. Absolutely. All right. And Lori Harvey, they've been posting this old footage everywhere of her mom, Marjorie Harvey, giving her dating advice on the Steve Harvey show. And here's what she told her back when Lori Harvey started dating. No, you just started dating this year. So how are we going to handle that? Okay, no athletes, <laughs> no rappers. <laughs> We're going to go down the list. When it comes to dating, my mom has nothing to worry about. I got this. Don't ever try to fit in when God has clearly created you to stand out. Always be a lady. And understand, you are the prize. Don't give yourself to anybody that is not going to be your husband. Well, obviously she didn't listen, but I mean, she's 18. She got to make her own decisions. Where is T.I.? It's <laughs> <laughs> not funny. No, it's not. But um, no, she, obviously <laughs> she didn't listen. And, you know, that's one of my biggest listen, fears. And dating who you date. What, nope. what dating advice do you give Madison? Because she's around Oh, it's easy. She can't. <laughs> she's going to college. Maybe. So now she's not going to college. And if she you goes don't to college, to maybe it's going to be close. She can't get an education because she, you don't want her to <laughs> maybe date. Maybe it's going to be very close and she'll see dad every day. No, I don't want my daughter to date. I'm sorry. I know she will have to date one day. She'll I have to find on somebody. I saw her on a date on Instagram. No, that was the prom and everybody has to go to the prom. You have to find a date. You don't have to find a date. You know that, right? Well, she went on a date to the prom, but that okay, was it. So That's as far as dates. it went. It wasn't a date. There was no kissing or smooching or nothing like that. There was no feeling. There's no connection. There's no nothing. You know, a date doesn't mean that you have to kiss, smooch, and feel each other up. Well, that's what... You can just go eat or go to the prom. Well. You raised an excellent young daughter. I, I think And you it, should trust her to use her judgment in this world. All right. Well, I'm going to help her just in case. Lori, I'm sure uh, the, the Harvey's thought the same thing with Lori, too. So, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what? Wait, no, I'm saying. <laughs> what? I'm no. sure Lori Harvey knows what she's doing. Okay. She's out here breaking hearts. All right, well, I'm going to make sure Madison is far away from that. <laughs> we'll keep that, those that's legs closed thinks. until marriage. Okay. All right. All right. Let's get off the subject. That is your rumor report. Up next is Donkey of the Day. Let's keep it moving. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. You are a donkey. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, huh? I'm going to fatten all that shit around your eye. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was going to be on the Donkey of the Day. They chose you. Yes. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Donkey of the Day for Tuesday, December 3rd goes to a 38-year-old Indiana man named Donald Murray. Salute to everybody who listens to us in Indianapolis, Indiana on Real 98.3, the Nets' number one hip-hop R&B. Drop on the clues bomb for Real 98.3. Uh, you are appreciated. Now, one of my favorite things to do when we on vacation is absolutely nothing. Not a damn thing. And while I'm sitting around not doing a damn thing, I love taking in content, whether it's reading, whether it's YouTube, whether it's TV. And one of my favorite channels to watch on TV is Annie. Because two of my favorite programs on there are First 48 and Live PD. The reason these shows are so amazing is because the way the criminal mind works is so intriguing to me. If you ever want to show your kids what poor choices and terrible decision-making looks like, then just watch Live PD and First 48. I actually am waiting for the Live PD First 48 mashup where the Live PD cops catch somebody and then take them into custody and the whole First 48 scenario plays out live. But forget all that. Today's donkey comes from a situation I actually saw play out on First 48. I mean, not First 48, on Live PD. And it's so interesting that a complex article came out about it yesterday. See, Donald Murray took Indiana police on a high-speed chase last week. Uh, let's listen to how this played out on Live PD. 
Terre Haute police were involved in an intense high-speed pursuit with a driver who was operating his vehicle without any lights. The driver eventually crashed into a tree and escaped on foot. Now, the passenger told cops he didn't know the driver's name. But after getting a tip from a live PD viewer who was watching last night, police now believe they know who he is. They think his name is Donald Murray. He's now facing charges of felony criminal recklessness and felony resisting law enforcement. He shouldn't be hard to spot. No, I mean, look at no. this guy. Now, if you were paying attention at the end, they said he shouldn't be hard to find. All right, just look at this guy. Well, what is so distinct about this man? What does he, what does he stand out so much for? Well, poor choices, kids. All right, one way that we have failed you all over the past probably 20 years was not being harder on people for face tattoos. Seriously, we have ignored face tats. We have normalized them. Even though we have seen certain rappers get older, uh, Birdman, for example, he got older and he said he wanted to get all his face tats removed. Uh, face tats are what happens when you make a permanent decision based off temporary feelings, and those temporary feelings are usually drug-induced, alcohol-induced, or just young and dumb-induced, all right? Face tats don't age well, and they aren't for everybody. Face tats are like lace front wigs, okay? They look good when you're on stage performing or on TV, but in the street, it's like, why are you walking around with your forehead looking like a screened-in porch. Same thing with face tats. When you a rapper or a Nazi or in your teens, early 20s, sure, get all the face tats you want. Just know you're going to look dumb as hell when you get older. And Donald Murray, 38 years old, is no exception because when they flashed his mugshot on Live PD, all right, and, and I'm going to keep the mugshot away from y'all for a second, but when they flashed his mugshot on Live PD, he has tatted across his forehead in big, bold, black capital letters, crime pace. Are you listening to me, people? This man, a criminal featured on Live PD, across his forehead has a big tattoo that says, crime pace. Mm -mm -mm. My brothers, my sisters, in the words of a wise philosopher named Roland Powell, a.k.a. Little Duval, if you're not laughing at life, then what's the point? All right? You can't script this kind of stuff. Now, Donald Murray was faced with felony charges of criminal recklessness and resisting law enforcement, and he is still at large. Uh, I feel like he put himself in this situation because I believe in the law of energy. It's cause and effect. If you get a tattoo across your forehead that says crime pays, what do you think you're going to attract in your life? What do you think you're going to become <laughs> a criminal, okay? But he should be easy to find since he has a billboard for felonies across his forehead. Now, before I give you the number to contact to get this guy off the street, let's play a game of Guess What Race It Is! Okay, here are your clues. He's from Indiana. He took police on a high-speed chase. He has crime pays tattooed across his forehead. Also, very big clue, Freddie Gibbs, who's from Gary, Indiana, has a song called, guess what? Crime Pays on his album, Bandana. And Freddie posted a pic of this guy with Bandana out now on Twitter. Angela Yee, guess yeah. what race it is! Um, I'm going to say he's white. Really? Why do you say Caucasian? Because I don't want to believe that a black person did that. Mm. Okay. Mm. Angela, you says Caucasian. Uh, DJ Envy. Yes. Let's think about it. Donald Murray from Indiana took police on a high-speed chase. Mm. He has Crime Pays tatted across his forehead. Freddie Gibbs, who's from Gary, Indiana, has a song called Crime Pays, and he posted a pic of this guy with bandana out now on Twitter. Guess what? Race it is! Now, also remember, the crime page tattoo is in big, bold, black letters across his forehead. See, I was thinking Latin, but then his last name is Murray, so mm -hmm. I don't think it's that. Mm -hmm. um, 
don't want to see black. How visible would crime page be on a nigga's forehead? Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not that visible. So let's go white. <laughs> okay. All right. Angela Yee says white. DJ Envy says white. You both are correct. Yeah. I would have felt bad if I said black and I was wrong. <laughs> Donald yeah. Murray is Caucasian. I'll do it. All right, look at his mugshot right now on Revolt TV. Uh, let's get this guy off the street. Reach out and touch 812-232-1311. If you have more information, you can contact Live PD directly to get this Caucasian male named Donald Murray with crime pays tatted on his forehead off of the street. Uh, please give Donald Murray the sweet sounds and the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey. Of the day, you are the donkey of the day. Yes, indeed. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Mm -hmm. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we were talking about Housewives of Atlanta. Yes. Now, let's talk about Kenya Moore. What happened with Kenya Moore? Well, she and her now estranged husband, Mark Daly, they were having issues when she was six or seven months pregnant. He stopped having sex with her because of her growing belly. And then even after they've had the baby, the baby's won. Uh, they never really got it back. And it made her feel a way that they weren't sexually connected anymore. So there's periods of times in a lot of people's relationships where the sex just kind of goes away. What are some of the reasons why you've stopped having sex? Now, in that situation, I, I have heard a, a lot of men, one, don't want to have sex with their pregnant wife because it feels funny to them. Me, not, not so much. I mean, I love it. Uh, and also, a lot of men, I know after their wife pushes out the baby and a lot of men see it, a lot of men, it takes them a while to be able to have sex because they just seen the vagina opened up and everything and the baby coming out and I mean it just makes you think that. it just makes you think that you know all of that moaning that she be doing when you put your little you know seven inch penis in her is for nothing because when you see that little six pound right. four ounce Baca, baby right? come out no, he don't have a six pound, four ounce <laughs> penis. But you know, when you see that, when you see that baby come out of that woman, you realize that there's nothing you can do to probably, uh, you know, please her. But what if, okay, but aside from a baby though, mm -hmm. are there reasons why couples? The number one reason is fatigue. Yeah, that's really tired. what it is. You be tired, like yo, my wife has. We got three kids together. You know what I'm saying? She running around all day. She doing her personal training. She got to feed the kids, put the kids to bed. Sometimes she's just tired. Sometimes I'm just tired. Fatigue. That's why vacations are so important. You know what I mean? Where y'all two just go away together and y'all just have each other. Yeah. But other than that, the number one thing, I, number one cause of not having sex in a marriage is fatigue. I, I would agree. I, I think fatigue, being tired, I mean, the fact, like I said, my, my wife, we got five kids. I'm running, doing a million and one jobs. Fatigue is there. But, you know, you still have to get it in. You know what I mean? But like you said, the best way to do it, I have way more sex when I'm on the road. Whether we're on vacation, That's it's just it. us. I ain't got to worry about somebody knocking on the door, That's somebody it. busting in the door, somebody what about, crying. Or what about it. issues in the relationship? Has your wife ever been mad and not giving you sex for a long period of time because of something you did? Or yeah. does that happen? I mean, not, not, yeah. I mean, but um, a, a lot of that really has to do with what's going on in the house. Like that's, I'm going to tell you one of the greatest aphrodisiacs men can do in a marriage. 
Just simply help with the regular household chores. Change a diaper. Take a kid to the bathroom. Take the kids outside to play. When your wife wants to take a nap, you just go in the other room with the kids and have a good time. Take the kids to school. Like, just do regular, everyday things. C- cook a meal for the children. Take a load off your wife's hands. I promise you she'll get now home. Now, how about do men stop having sex with their wife when they're cheating? Or do they have more sex, you think? I don't know nothing about yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know nothing about that. Because I saw a lot of... No, because a lot of people were leaving comments... Black men don't cheat. Because a lot of people were leaving comments saying, if he's not sleeping with you, he's sleeping with, with somebody else. Man, that's some young stuff. That's honestly some... That's, that's literally a young mentality. And I'm not saying that that's not the case in a lot of times. But a lot of times, people are just grown. That was and they're tired. Where is born? Well, let's see what y'all think. Because I know a lot of people are calling up and have had those issues in their relationships. So let's find out why. Mike. Yo, what's going on, y'all? What's up, bro? What's the reason to uh, stop having sex with your wife or, or your significant other? Uh, watching too much porn, you become desensitized. Mm. You get embarrassed by that. Yep, yeah. I, I think that's true. I think porn, and I think the strip club, too. I think the strip club does it as well. More does watching too much porn make you ejaculate faster? Uh, yeah, because, it, it, like, you know you know what you like. So it's, like, quick, straight to the point. And then, like, with that, you don't, you don't be want to have sex for real. When it comes down to it, you can get it up. So, okay. Wow. Go to sleep. That's crazy. Carla. Hey. Good morning. Good morning. Now, now, what makes you uh wanting to stop having sex in your relationship, if anything? Well, so it wasn't like, so I got pregnant. That was good. That was some bomb. That's the best sex, right? Okay. But it was afterwards, like when I was going through like postpartum and then mm-hmm. trying to adjust like being a new mom. I was a first time mom. So it just was like. I don't know. I just thought we didn't have time. All right. Okay. So it was a time thing and it was also postpartum, which is understandable. Yeah. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. 800-585-1051. We're asking in your relationship, what will make you stop having sex? What will make the sex slow down? Call us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it now. I know it now. I Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club Top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about Housewives of Atlanta. Now, explain what's going on in Housewives of Atlanta. Yes, yeah, so uh, what's happening is Kenya Moore is having some issues with her now estranged husband, but from when she was about six or seven months pregnant up until they are not together anymore, uh, the sex just wasn't happening and they weren't connecting sexually and she just couldn't figure out how to get it back. All right, so we're asking 800-585-1051. What slows down sex in your relationship? Hello, who's this? Yes, hello, this is Ricardo from Harlem. Ricardo, what's up from Harlem now? You're going through the same situation, bro? No, I went through that situation with my, my daughter's mom. Uh, she complained about me and her not having sex. I was the one that wasn't, like, having sex with her. Mm-hmm. So she assumed that I wasn't trying to... Like, she assumed that I was cheating and I was out there doing things. But in all actuality, I really wasn't. I just couldn't give her an answer why I wasn't sexually attracted to her like that. Oh, so uh, you just like, stopped being attracted to her? No, I don't know how to... Exp- I, I can't even give you guys a, a, a clear answer, like... I just knew that I was not into her right then and there. She did so much, and it was like a loss of a connection after the baby. And uh, But I knew that I loved her, and I knew that I wanted to be with her, and I knew that like I didn't want to end things. I just could not have sex with her. We didn't have sex for like 10 months. Did she get fat? No, no, no. She actually looked even better. Were uh, you going through things yourself, personally? 
No, I just couldn't um, forgive her for a lot of wrongs that she had did in the relationship. So she cheated, on, she cheated on you? No, no, no. She cheated on me during the time that um, I wasn't having sex with her, yeah. But before that, no. So how did y'all, did you ever get it back? What? No, no, no. She's currently with somebody else. So. Okay. Oh, damn. Oh, see, that's different. Y'all just, y'all just outgrew each other. At the end of the day, like it wasn't just, it wasn't meant for y'all to be together no more. But he couldn't even explain why. Yeah. No, I can't. I can't give you that. I couldn't tell you like if we outgrew each other because I, till this day when we talk, I still have love for. Her. I still want to be well. You just right. weren't attracted to her anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm not attracted to her now. Isn't that crazy? Wow. <laughs> well, thank you, bro. Hello, who's this? Hmm. This is Tiffany. Hey, Tiffany. Now, um. I'm reading your comments. You and your boyfriend have different schedules, so having sex is difficult? Yes. He he works afternoons. I work nights. So when I'm up, I'm always up, pretty much. And he likes to get his sleep. Mm -hmm. I like morning sex. He's he's really not with it. So we when he gets ready for work, we might be able to bang out a quickie, but we're both off on the weekend. So we pretty much bang out the weekend for the most part. Okay. So, so, it's for, so it's a scheduling thing. It's fatigue. Exactly. That's all. It's fatigue. You, People you, tired. You got to get sleep. It, you know, at first I was upset, like, no, I want it. But he's like, I got to get sleep. Right. You And you sympathize so, with that because you got to get sleep, too. Exactly. And we got kids on top of that. So we, and, I got to make time for everybody. And y'all probably over 40. Uh, no, we're both 30. Oh, there my go. God. Well, it's all, it's all fatigue. I'm going to tell you one thing, though. When that fatigue <laughs> set in and you over 40, boy, trust you me. You tired, tired. You tired, tired. And you, that's when you really start appreciating cuddling and spooning. Yeah. What's the moral <laughs> of the story? The moral of the story is you better get some sleep. All right? And the moral of the story is there's multiple reasons why couples stop having sex. So it can't just be one thing. And unless y'all communicate with each other and figure it out, you'll never know. You can't just assume. And you? nobody want no tired sex. Keep that tired penis and that tired poom poom to yourself. Tired sex isn't bad. Sometimes you sleep better. Nah. nah. I'm, I'm with Charlamagne. I'm the cuddle king, baby. Come over here, baby. That's lay, it. Lay, lay right, lay right nothing, here. Nothing like having sex and then cuddling afterwards. Nah, nah, it's, it's nothing passing like, out. It's nothing like cuddling and falling asleep on each other. There you go. <laughs> and thinking about what that sex going to be like this weekend. <laughs> Oh, oh, what that sex gonna be like on vacation? I'm the cuddle king and the drool master, baby. I'll drool right on. Uh, anyway, all right, yeah. Okay. We got rooms yes. on the way. Yes, we are going to be talking about Little Wayne. He has something new that he's working on. It feels like a great fit for him. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, good morning. You don't know the words? I like that song. Mm -mm. <laughs> I don't know the end of part. Morning, everybody. We are The Breakfast Club. It's a Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Shout out to everybody heading to work uh, right now because the weather is all horrible Depending on and where messed you are. up. All right. Well, let's get to the rumors and talk Gabrielle Union. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, according to sources, Gabrielle Union is going to meet with NBC and America's Got Talent people in person. Mm -hmm. And they're not going to actually rectify things where she's coming back to the show, but she does want to help the toxic environment there. She did love <laughs> a lot of her time on the show last season, even with the issues that she had with Simon Cowell and everything like that. She could never go back, even if they asked her to do another season, but she does still want to meet with them and discuss all of the issues that they had. I would want to meet unless you're going to compensate me. Like, why have a conversation with you? You're well, not bringing me back. Well, maybe she's concerned about the people that's on the show coming up next, maybe just in the future so people don't make mistakes. You engage and you have these conversations and I think that's not a bad idea because you're thinking about who might be coming next. No, nah, if you get rid of me wrongfully, you got to pay me. 
you got to compensate me. You got to compensate all this stress and all this anxiety and all the problems I have. I got to go see a psychiatrist and all that. You got to pay me. Well, I don't know if that's what Gabrielle Union is thinking about. I don't know either, but that's, about. Right. Think, that's how far I, I would think go. she's thinking about all the issues that uh, we have already that we're facing and trying to educate people on that okay. as well. They still got to pay me for that. If, if they want me to come thing. and talk about that and help them out, they got to pay. You're not just going to let me go and then come back and, and do it for free. No, you got to compensate me. Compensate. No, your business is making a lot of money. Well, I think she doesn't want to go back too, by the way. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's necessarily that they don't want her anymore, but okay. she's not going back. All right, Chrissy, she is going back to Love & Hip Hop, as you know, and she was on The Real and of course, everybody's wondering when are y'all getting her and Jim Jones getting married? They were on Marriage Boot Camp together, Reality Stars Family Edition, and they've been engaged for eight years. Here's what Chrissy had to say about that. Well, we saw you propose to your longtime boyfriend, rapper Jim Jones, who was on the show. Yep. Now, you still haven't tied the knot, so we want to know, like, do you plan on walking well, down the aisle? What's what's the dealio? To be honest with you, it's not a priority anymore. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Our relationship is in a good place. Oh. And yeah, I get it. Like, <laughs> the like, I, there. I thought that that was like the natural progression. Yeah. yeah. But it's not for everybody. Okay. So we're good right now. And that's all that matters. If they both good, that's that's all that happened. That's that's all he can do. If she's happy, then hey, the relationship is happy. All right. And Baller Alert, their show is coming to the iHeart Podcast Network. So shout out to the Baller Alert show and our peoples over at Baller Alert. Yeah, shout out to Robin. Shout out to Kenny Burns and the whole team. Sue Solo, Ferrari Simmons mm-hmm. also. Um, so that should be pretty exciting that they're going to be on our network. Mm-hmm. Uh, Master P has unveiled that he has his own brand of ramen noodles coming. And it's called wrap noodles. There's going to be creamy chicken gumbo, hot and spicy Cajun shrimp, spicy picante chicken, and sirloin steak beefy. I think it'll do well because when I when they first came out with wrap snacks, I was like, that's going to be stupid. But then after I tried it and I seen them, I was like, oh, wrap snacks is a brilliant idea. So he it's on the same line of this. Remember the sneakers? He sure does. Yeah, that he has those sneakers out. Then he has the um, he has the liquor, right? Yep. And all of that. Master P does not play. I and think- of course, he's on growing up hip hop. Mm-hmm. All right, Dream Doll recently did an interview with uh, B Loves Life, and she spoke to her about issues that she had in her relationship with YBN Almighty J. So, coming from Dream Doll's own mouth, here's what she said was a problem. I just deserve better. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And I know my worth. I know how I should be treated. Okay. And I know that men are not supposed to put their hand on women. Mm-hmm. And that's just that. Wow. So I don't know what went on between the two of them, but she did say the relationship was toxic, and she said he was a distraction to her career. Mm. I, right. I also seen something that she said she got uh, butt implants that almost went wrong or something like that, right? Yeah, she talks about that a lot though. She's very open. Yeah, she went. She said she went to Columbia <clears throat> and got butt shots and <coughs> almost died. Oh yeah, she has. You have audio. I actually did my work in um, Columbia. I did a, um, a fat transfer, mm-hmm. and same thing with you. I didn't have enough fat, mm-hmm. so. I went and I got um, shots, and then how was the shots? Now is that bad? Almost died. I literally this year I almost died. Yeah, I know a lot of a lot of people I'm hearing go overseas and get shots and, mm-hmm. and don't come back well, or they do it in a in a basement somewhere. Yeah. And there has to be a safe way for for women to get these things done. I, I have no clue. And men too. I don't know any guys that get butt shots. <laughs> it's not just women getting them. Okay, I promise you that. Okay. All right. And Questlove from The Roots. Congratulations to him. He's making his directorial debut. He's doing a movie, Mm -hmm. Black Woodstock. It's a documentary, and it revolves around 1969's Harlem Cultural Festival. They often overlook that when they compare 
the Woodstock Festival, which gets so much attention. Right. It happened the same year, so he wants to make sure people know about it. About 300,000 people went to Harlem's Mount Morris Park, and that was the outdoor festival that is brushed over by most mainstream media publications, and at the time it was as well. So there's 40 hours of footage from legends like Stevie Wonder, Sly and the Family Stone, Nina Simone, B.B. King, the Staple Singers, Gladys Knight and the Pips, uh, all of that. So that should be really exciting to see. I can't wait to see that. They have so much going on. I love like the way that they've been keeping, as far as the roots, what they do, the music at the core of everything else and expanding into other things. Because mm-hmm. uh, they also have the Soul Train musical coming to Broadway. Okay. And so he's going to be producing that. And then they had that show that I was telling you guys about that's on A&E that breaks down uh, historical songs okay. and how they were made. So. I love to see our history. I love to see where things came from because a lot of times if we don't tell it, nobody else will or somebody else will tell it wrong. So I love to see the fact that we're telling our own stories. And by people who are really, like, I think, well-versed right. on the topics. All right, Little Wayne is launching his own cannabis brand. Now, this is a natural thing, too. So congratulations to him. He said it has some of the highest natural levels of THC available. I try to steer away from too much THC. But, um, yeah, because I don't know if I want to be that high. But Lil Wayne, I think, can handle it. So he's a big fan of, obviously, recreational marijuana. And his brand is called, I don't know if this is how you pronounce it, but it's G-K-U-A. So that's uh, the initials. I have no clue. Yeah, G-K-U-A. So congratulations to him. It makes sense. But everybody having their own brand, their own strand of weed. I wonder if there's somebody really checking to make sure the, it's the right THC and not stuff in there that can really they hurt gotta people. They got to get all the regulations that scares together. Me. You know, I, I want to know if things are really regulated to test to make sure that the weed is okay. Yeah, you know, you smoke that Khalifa Kush, you might not be able to feel your legs for a couple of hours. There you go. All right. I'm Angela Yee, and that's your Rumor Report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. All right. Now, don't forget, I'll just add Water Festival. It's our 10-year anniversary next year, and we're doing a flyaway. We're going to the Hard Rock Hotel in Riviera Maya. Right? And we'll all be there. That's right. And if you want more information, you can hit up the Breakfast Club, justaddwater.com. Uh, Lip Service is going to do a podcast out there, the Brilliant Idiots, the KC Crew, and more. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a bunch of parties. It's a flyaway. It's our 10-year anniversary. And so. we have a sale going on until tomorrow. So if you want to get those tickets, you can pay in installments, but you save $200 if you go on the website and put the code CYBER. And it's on my Instagram page if you want to look there. All right. Well, Revolt, we'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Tomorrow at 8, only on VH1, it's the season premiere of Black and Crew Chicago. Ryan is facing a new threat that's blowing in from across the pond, and ink is about to get real. Black and Crew Chicago premieres tomorrow at 8 on VH1. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, shout to Charmaine and Ryan from Black Ink Crew Chicago for joining us. Mm-hmm. That show comes back on again tomorrow. That's right. Wednesday at 9. Mm-hmm. And they're saying this is going to be, they were telling me afterward, this is their favorite season so far. Just really revealing, really open. A lot of things are going on. Like Ryan said earlier, he's in therapy now for the first time. Beautiful. Dealing with all of his issues. Charmaine mm-hmm. is having a baby. She recently lost her mom, which was devastating for her, but at the same time is uh, bringing a child into this world. So a lot going on with the crew. All right. So we'll see that tomorrow. And uh, Positive Notes up next is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Just know we coming back today. I call Polo, he come dolo, we get him the fast. We pop out at your party. I'm with the gang. And it's going to be a... 
so tuck your chain. I'm a girl, I'm sorry, but I can't change. We ain't aiming for your body, hit your brain. We come from poverty, man, we ain't have a thing. It's a lot of animosity, but they won't say my name. Them rock with me, little don't get banged. Cause they'll do that job for me while I hop on the plane. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. And don't forget, June 4th through June 8th, The Breakfast Club is having our Just Add Water. This is our anniversary flyaway. So we want to invite you guys. So definitely hit up the website right now. And the website is uh, thebreakfastclubjustaddwater.com. All right. And don't forget also, which you might not know, from now until Wednesday, there's $200 off. It was a Cyber Monday sale. Started yesterday. It's ending on Wednesday, ending tomorrow. So make sure you use the code CYBER. You'll get $200 off your reservation. All right. Now, uh, Charlemagne. Yes, sir. You got a positive note? Listen, the positive note is simple, man. Um, 2020 is right around the corner. So I just want everybody out there, you know, at the beginning of the year, people always say, oh, this year is my year, yada, yada, yada. Oh, well, always remember the secret of success in life is for a person to be ready for his opportunity when it comes. Are you ready? If you're not ready, that's probably why your opportunity didn't come. Breakfast club, bitches. Y'all finished or y'all done?